dangerous. <gasps> Smut. <gasps> Violent. <gasps> Drugs. Oh, yeah. Sexy? Always. Communist? <laughs> We're talking about banned books. <laughs> Was that good? Yeah, My favorite good. kind. So I think, you know, how we just needed something to really capture the audience. Yeah. So with words like that, they're they're captured now. Yeah, I mean, how can they not be? How can they not be? You <laughs> just shouted sexy into the mic. And, and? Communist. And communist. <laughs> sexy communist. Now the government's listening, too. Oh, no. Welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. Your other co-host, Brett Irvin. Oh, their other co-host, Daniel Phillips. No, I'm the other one. Okay, don't fight over the other co-hosts. <laughs> we are a weekly book club podcast uh, where we talk about books and everything books related. And we also have one book a month that we talk about uh, at the end of the month. Pause. We gotta, we gotta pick a book. We gotta pick a book. <laughs> All right, we're back, and we picked a book now. <laughs> okay, so like we said, we're a book club podcast. We cover one book a month. Uh, the month uh, of February that deals with love and Valentine's Day, we're doing... The Love Hypothesis. The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood, uh, a, a fan favorite of, of the book community from 2021. So I'm very excited to read this book. It's been on my TBR for a while, so should be good. It popped off. It, it popped got off. Really popular. I also know for a fact that it started out as like uh, Ali Hazelwood initially wrote mm-hmm. it as Kylo and Ray fan fiction, and then turned it into a book, which makes me so much more excited. Like I am thrilled to be reading uh, yeah. Love Hypothesis. I, my wife read it last year, and I got to tell her that fact halfway through. And then and she put the book down and <laughs> never went. picked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we're talking banned books this week, but before we talk banned books, let's talk about short stories and what's going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. Brett, what's going on, buddy? You know, just uh, hanging out. Dan, how about you? <laughs> oh, cool. Um, um, uh, so my short story is about actually yesterday, which was Saturday. We went to a a renaissance fair or like a small renaissance fair get together but a renaissance it was really gathering cute. yeah renaissance gathering that's good that's a good way to describe it um it was at a brewery called 13 stripes and it was put on by fell and fair and yeah it was just super cool a lot of the like bartenders were dressed up in medieval um outfits and there's a lot of people there in their you know ren fair clothing they had a fighting ring where people were dueling with um, swords and all kinds of different weapons. Obviously, they were like plastic or rubber. They were really going they were getting at it. Like, yeah. But they were, yeah. One guy got hit and he was limping the rest of the night. You know <laughs> like, who I liked? Jerry. Jerry. Jerry's the <laughs> I figured best. out his name was Jerry because someone kept talking about Jerry. He was good. Big Jerry, fan of Jerry. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, it was it was so cool. They had a uh, they had a band playing. Everyone was getting into it. Um, I bought a cloak. You did buy a cloak. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just, it was really fun. And we got to do a TikTok where we threw uh, bread rolls at 
this guy and booed him. I haven't seen the TikTok, so I'm not quite sure what it was about. To, to, to clarify, it's not our like bookends with friends. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's the uh, Felon Fairs. So if you want to check that out, I think it's probably on the Felon Fairs TikTok now. I don't know. But yeah, so yeah, it was really fun. And I'm still reading Words of Radiance. Nice. I thought you were going to say still hungover, but I am glad that you're still reading Words of Radiance. I had no drinks last night. Um, I, I do want to add some Wink. details here that the cloak that you bought is not like a little cape. It's, you know, it's like a handmade, like wool, like, custom... like ranger cloak with like leather holds on it. Yeah. Like it, it <laughs> could have been, it could have been like, like a it's prop what, it's in like, the Lord of the Rings movies. Right. It's like Aragorn's costume. It's like super high quality. <laughs> so it's yeah. Very cool. So yeah, I'll stay warm in all my adventures. Um, yeah, Woodland Adventures. When this episode drops, work. remind me, and I'll post on our Instagram you walking out of the doors like Aragorn mm-hmm. with your cloak on. Yes. The, the, Dan, you had that idea, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the, it was like double doors, and mm-hmm. so oh, that was amazing. And we had a really good uh, on-set extra. This guy was just like smoking a pipe outside. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait, I want to be in this. And he was just like standing by the door. I told him to stand by gentleman the, smoking a pipe. I told him to stand by the door to give us a fog machine. And then he stood on the wrong side of the door where the wind was blowing. So we didn't get the, the smoke, but it was still cool. It was yeah, still, it was really cool. Yeah. He was still smoking a pipe. Yeah. He was still just smoking a pipe at this bar. But yeah, so um, it was awesome. So check out Felon Fair. Parker, what's going on with your week? What'd you do? My week, I turned 28 years old. Wow. I know, oh, I'm ancient. So it's, I got old bones now. Can you hear them rattling around as I'm moving Does my the arms? Yeah, they're creaking. I know how old we are. So Brett's 36, <laughs> thir- thir- Parker's Brett, 28. Brett's a 300-year-old uh, eldritch being. <laughs> Parker's 28 and I'm 19. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Daniel's a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> Man child, and he's eight feet tall. <laughs> Taller than all the rest of us by a lot. He turned 28. That's super I, exciting. I turned 28. It's my golden year. I didn't know that oh, was a yeah. thing. Maddie yeah. told me, but when you turn the 28, or your year, not when you turn 28, when you turn the age that. The date. Yes, that it matches the date of your birthday. So, like, my birthday is January 28th, and I turned 28. Like, on mine the would have been my eight year old birthday. Yeah, yeah, so you peaked when you were eight. You want to yeah. know it's really unfair? What? I was born on August 1st. Yeah, you you were birthed on, or yeah, I guess your first birthday was your golden year. Yeah, it's peaked early. Peaked it's early. really unfair. All downhill from there, Brett. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yes, so golden year, birthday, uh, it's, it's been so sweet. People have reached out, wished me happy birthday, all that jazz. Um, everyone at work was very kind. Uh, but the, the short story is about my wonderful wife and the present that she got me because I wasn't expecting it at all. Uh, she was very excited and she brought out this massive box and I had no clue what could be in this massive box. Yeah. And so I opened up my birthday present and it is a uh, 3,000 piece Daily Bugle Lego set. <laughs> Literally with the, the most le- minifig Lego characters of any set, and it's it's like Spider Man and all of the Spider Man like villains and side characters and uh, Daredevils there, and and it's great. It, there are so many uh, uh, just there's so much going on in this Daily Bugle scene. It's so cool. I'm very excited to build this. I'm I'm gonna be building this Lego set all day today. That's yeah. after we get done recording. 
I'm not talking to y'all. It's I'm gonna Lego go, time. It's Lego time, baby. Where is it going to go in the house? That's my biggest concern. <laughs> because <laughs> our house... It's big, right? It's like, big. How big. It's is a it? big... So it's, it's a big and tall Lego set. And uh, our house isn't necessarily filled with plenty of extra room, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm thinking... You can put it where the Christmas tree was. <laughs> just in the side of our living room? Yeah. Well, so it's one of those things where, like, you know, if... If I was in charge of decorating our house, it wouldn't look like a home. It would look like a child's... Uh, uh, you would have a folding chair in front of your yeah. PS4 next to a TV. Yeah, with Pokemon <laughs> cards just like laid like, about... Taped to, to the, the wall. wall. Tape, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so I, so Maddie is in charge of making sure our house looks presentable to, to the masses, to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it, that leaves either the guest room or my office, which will probably be where it goes. And we're still like finishing out the office. We want to do like bookshelves and everything so i imagine it'll go on my desk for now mm-hmm. and then hopefully on a cool like hanging shelf or something once we're once we're finished and everything in the office but i'm very excited to build it you could suspend it from the ceiling like a chandelier that would be cool oh that's a great idea you know we we also have a giant uh millennium falcon like a set so uh, we could do that with the millennium falcon and then have it flying over the daily bugle and just kind of have good. a yeah um, anyways, I'm a giant child and <laughs> I've never grown up, but I'm 28, so I'm old and I'm I've sorry. got old bones. Everything hurts now. Um, are you reading anything? Yes, I am. I'm reading, uh, two books and they are on the very ends of the spectrum. Uh, it's, it's the, really the duality of man is how, how I feel right now because when I pick up the book, the physical book that I'm reading, uh, it's it's the second Thursday Murder Club book, which the Thursday Murder Club is a, is a murder mystery novel. It, it, I read last year. It's it's an old people's like retirement community where uh, like four uh, uh, friends basically were like uh, like solving old cold cases and they stumble upon a real murder. It seems like only murders in the building. Yes, it's very it's similar to that. It's it's just it's just like pure delight to read. Like you're it's joyful. It's fun. It's got like it's 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 emotional and it like hits in the right ways. But it's really just a comfort read and I love it. And then the and then the other spectrum of that, the other end of the spectrum, I'm audio booking A Court of Mist and Fury, oh. which is the second in the Akatar series, which you, is how do you get through the day? How much are you blushing when while you listen to that? <laughs> well, so the thing is, I think there should be a legal limit on how many times certain words can be used. Example. Undulating. <laughs> oh, God. Undulating is said often. Undulating, um, like Hardness. Can I say that on this podcast? Yeah, Can sure. we talk about hard? Yeah. They're just like bodies are always hard and <laughs> they're always warm and people's like throats are always like like choked up with like sexual tension and the eye. The way she describes like the way that people look at each other is it's just like like he like peered through his eyelashes at her. What does that even mean? How do you peer through your eyelashes at someone? It's very squinty. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, so um, is, it's is pretty it sexy, a... actually, what you're doing. So I get it now. Uh, you... No, anyways, I'm enjoying both. It's very, it's very fun to be reading both at the same time because it's just very, it's very different. It's very different. Yeah, it's I'm having like a good, you said. I'm having a good time. Like you said, the duality of man. The duality of man. I go from like sipping tea and like my warm comfort zone book and feeling like I'm growing as a person. To getting building a Lego set while while Akatar is playing. Well, audio yeah, book. getting down and dirty with some like horny fairies and Prithian, the magical land 
Um, yeah, so it's a lot of fun. I'm having a great time. Dan, what's going on with you, buddy? <laughs> I don't think I can continue this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Um, is it because I said undulating? <laughs> yeah, it is. Many you times. You have to use that five times during the podcast. During this this episode, yeah. Um, nothing much with me. I'm reading Project Hail Mary, mm. uh, Andy Weir's new book, the famous for The Martian. I will probably finish today. I've got like 100 oh, wow. pages left. Yeah. You really I'm, burned through yeah, that bad flying boy. flying through it, yeah. Um, I will say my short review of the book, when I read the first chapter, my thought was like, I could read this entire book right now because the first chapter had such a big like sci-fi hook uh-huh. to it for me. And then it took a really weird direction, which huh. I did not expect, but it's still pretty good. He got um, stuck on Mars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he so got, He got dang stuck on Mars again. So the main character, Matt Damon... <laughs> He dung dang got stuck on Mars. Um, but again. no, it did. It takes a really weird turn and a direction which I did not think that this author would go. Um, but I'm still liking it. But that turn did slow me down like a little bit. But I'll I'll finish today and put an actual review out there. Did that turn make you want to ban the book? <laughs> Ooh, no, no, it did not. I tried to segue, but tell you me tried. your short story first. So, um, this short story might be embarrassing to me in the long run because I think it might show my age a little bit but I have learned um, 19 <laughs> 19 so Daniel's not 19 when I listen to music I really focus on like one album like I don't like the radio that much I'll pick an album and I'll just kill that album oh same like I'll listen to it non-stop for like two weeks you don't shuffle you're a, you're mm-hmm. an album guy I'm an album like start to end one listen each time um, so the big one at the start of the year was Maisie Peters. I listened to a ton of Maisie Peters. And then this week's album choice or album choices has been the Gorillas. I've only been listening to the Gorillas for like two weeks. That's weird. All right. Um, it, it, yeah, it caught me off guard. Uh-huh. I've, I've been enjoying it a lot, but I did not know the backstory of the Gorillas. And I've since learned what this band is about. And it's very strange to me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I said it might be embarrassing because this might be common knowledge that everyone knows, and I just now learned this. And so the Gorillas is made up of four members, 2D, Murdoch, Noodle, and Russell are the four people. The four, like, just, yeah, yeah. I like just the know, art, their art is very iconic. Yes. I just know I watched their MTV Cribs, <laughs> and it was just them cartoonally showing yep. around a cartoon house. Yep. So those are the four members of the Gorillas, but the Gorillas band is actually made up of two guys. Oh, weird. One guy named David Alburn, who was in a popular um, uh, European pop band in the 90s. You're telling me they're not actual cartoon gorillas? No, they're not actual cartoon gorillas. What's the point? But he partnered with a comic book artist named Jamie Hewlett. And basically the backstory of the gorillas is they're watching MTV and it was at the peak of like boy bands getting popular in Europe. And they said that these bands feel really manufactured. And they said, what if we manufacture our own band? And so they made up the gorillas and the comic book artist, um, did all the artwork for these four fake members That's of the band. So funny. That's so wild. And so their first debut album won, I can't remember what it's called, uh, but it's in England. It won like a prestigious, like a Grammy, but yeah. like... A BAFTA? Um, no, I can't remember what it's called, but their first album won this award and Murdoch, the drummer, the fake drummer, got a hold of 
the award company and denied the award. Like they, he said they didn't want it. Like the band did not want this award. They wanted to be out of the running. And so like a fake member of this band, like denied the reward. <laughs> so they're known as a virtual band and it's literally just one guy doing the vocals and collaborating with people, but they're that's, always, that's and so the artist did all of the music videos and they've created like fake interviews with these bands and they've given them like personality to these fake individuals what, that are just mm-hmm. what cartoons. Do they, what do they do at live shows? So their live show, um, at the beginning, before they actually started like collaborating with people, uh, what they would do is they would silhouette the band Oh. the audience could not see them and they would have a giant projector projecting the animations on the screen that's actually like, so on cool the stage so that's no one knew what the gorillas looked like in the 90s right so yeah i i just didn't know this i bet everyone does know you know how we have a problem with staying on topic and we like always say we want to keep our episode shorter and we don't can i take us on a tangent yeah so uh whenever i think about the gorillas i think of uh the year like 2000 and like nine or ten um mm-hmm. when i was friends with this kid named toby in my neighborhood yeah. we went to the same school and he was the only person i knew in a band and it like in my middle school and he was obsessed with the gorillas and yeah. wore a gorillas t-shirt every day like any, like every single day i would see him on the bus he had a gorillas t-shirt on don't know what toby's up to these days but uh yeah gorillas I had a, I mean, i've been having a great time listening to him cool but, uh, yeah that that, that they're kind of like Daft Punk for me. I, I'm always like, do we actually know who these people are at this point? <laughs> yeah, it's just like a weird entity. Uh, but I guess we should start talking about a book or like a book related subject now. Yeah, let's ban all the books. I'm all here right. to ban books. Ban. That's what our. Books. That's what we're doing today, right? Yes, we're, we're talking about ban banning books. books. Oh. oh, oh yeah, yeah. We get to pick a book to ban that we can never talk about on the podcast again. Yeah. I want to lodge a complaint. Lodge. Lodge what? away. Just say lodge. Yeah, isn't the what's the word? Yeah, lodge a complaint. Oh yeah. Yeah, Dan, <laughs> don't look at me like you <laughs> know better words than me. God. Do all right. Let's talk about banned books. Let's talk about banned um, books. Give us a history. Educate so, me, Dan. Let, let me give you a short history of how banning books works in America, and kind of a short synopsis of why they are banned. Yeah, why do to they? Start. Why why do ban book? Why do ban book? Um, so banning books is been a thing since like the 20s Mm. people love banning books people love to say i don't like this thing so no one else should like (laughs) this thing who's ever said that that doesn't seem real we don't do that in america Uh, yeah in america so basically how banning books works it's by um the institution so what institution is that like a secret so it's by um individual institutions so for example we live in Greenville. Greenville's library can ban books in their library, but that does not mean like a library in Atlanta has to ban the same book. Mm. So that's what I mean by institution. So it's local government? So it's based locally based on the library or the school or the store yeah. are the three big ones, I guess. And so when you want to ban a book, let's say, let's go, we've, we've talked about this before in the episode. Um, we have a parent that they don't like Harry Potter. They want Harry Potter removed from their school. So they would put a challenge to the school saying why they want this book banned. And, you know, here are my reasons. I want to ban this book. And if that challenge goes through, then the book is removed from the school system. No one else can get it in that school system. Um, When you challenge a book, the ALA, America Library Association, keeps a record of these challenges for public information. They have 
a huge list of all the books that were challenged in like all the past years. Mm-hmm. And then they have a list of, you know, the top 10 books that are challenged. Thoughts and prayers to the ALA for that job. Yeah, I, that can you sounds... imagine getting the complaints from these weird ass parents <laughs> who are like, I want to ban the, the cow jumped over the moon. That's not possible. Captain Underpants was a big one. Oh, know? yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was a big one. So the ALA does not ban the books themselves, but they keep records of all the challenges. And then it goes back to the institutions um, that received the challenge in the first place to actually ban the book or not. So that's how banning books works. Um, and then I, I've got a short list here. I guess not a short list. The top 10 list. Top 10 list. Top 10 books um, challenges. Mm-hmm. The books that are challenged the most. Before we before we get into that. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the idea of banned books in the sense that like it's salacious. Oh. It's sexy, right? Oh. Isn't it? Don't you think like... You want to be a bad boy reading a right. banned book? There's something, there's something about a banned book that's like Hey, girl. Look at, look at me. <laughs> right, like you got that book has a leather jacket on and is smoking a cigarette outside of the library. And it drives and a motorcycle. Like, I, I thought you meant a leather jacket. Isn't it the like a book that? jacket? <laughs> it's got a leather book jacket and, an, and then an actual leather jacket on it. And smoking a cigarette. And smoking a cigarette. And then it's like, I want to take you home. And you're like, sir, I'm a, I'm a gentleman. And then it, you just ban oh. books. Whew. Right. Sure. Yeah, we can talk about that. Okay. Well, that's conversation <laughs> over now. I just wanted to get that off my chest. Um, so the the top ten banned books of all time. Um, do do we want to go through this list right now? Do yeah. You, do you hit, want to talk about anything else? Hit me with else? that list. Hit me with that list. Uh, we all have the list. We'll go through the list together. Um, so the big ones. The 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 list is not in order, but the really big one is To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, is like one of the most challenged books of all time for animal cruelty. For <laughs> I mean, you've read the book, right? Yeah, so all about killing mockingbirds, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's banned for animal cruelty. It's obviously banned for like uh, racism, racial yeah, undertones, yeah, yeah. things like that. And the same thing for um, Huck, Huck Finn, mm-hmm. Finn. Um, 1984 for communism. Uh, we have the violent ones, which are Lord of the Flies. Uh, and of Mice and Men. Mm, R.I.P. Piggy. Books. Sorry, spoilers if you haven't read Lord of the Flies. <laughs> um, One, Flew the Cuckoo, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and Catcher in the Rye for Offensive Language and then of Mice and Men. I said that. Great Gatsby for drugs and sexuality. Those are the big the big boys. They're all classics because yeah. they've been around forever so obviously they oh, get So they have the most challenges They get challenged all them. the time. Sure. Right. And those um, are the ones that are pushed in schools the most. So, so that makes sense. I guess just to continue the conversation, were any of these books banned for you guys, like, at all um, growing up or anything like that? I believe I read Catcher in the Rye in school. Okay. Um, which I think that one's the most interesting one to me because it has such, like, a wide array of praise and like yeah, you hatred. guys don't like Catcher in the Rye, right? No, I think that book sucks like donkey okay. shit. So. But, but it's it's widely seen as like the the it's very perfect sport. depiction of like teenage rebellion. Yeah, like there's a lot of that's why I hated it. Like, I was a good boy, right? But Brent, also, did you like, like Catcher in the Rye? Um, I'm kind of indifferent about it. Okay. Like I remember reading it and not really like I don't it's think just I a ever book you had to read. Yeah, I don't think I think I read it in like freshman year of high school so i don't think i really like took in what it was about i just kind of read it because i had to so i love that book i love catching you because you relate to holding caulfield so much we're very similar daniel's just walking around calling everything phony (laughs) no he's a bunch of phonies his life is phony it's also it's also been like a manifesto for for a lot of people that have 
tried to commit murder. Like the guy that killed John Lennon, Mark David Chapman had like a copy of it and like basically said that that was, you know, to Holden Caulfield. This is me being Holden Caulfield. And like, there's been other like assassination attempts and stuff like that. But again, on the other side, you can't, it comes to the thing where it's like, can you really blame the book for that? Like the person is the one that's like, you know, unstable. But so yeah. um, I've read all of these books, the top 10 list, except 1984. And most of them I read in school for school. Yeah, not same. For pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, outside of school, I've read um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Lord of the Flies. And I think those are the only two I've read outside of school. And then I've not read 1984. And so I, I've covered this list and I don't necessarily know if I would agree with taking these books out of a school system. And so I want to get your thoughts on, would you ban any of these? Do you agree with why these books would be banned? Yeah, I want to ban more books. Because yeah, you, like, you like sexy books? Well, no, so the thing is, I want to ban anything that makes me at all slightly uncomfortable or at all, like or challenges my thoughts. You're reading Akatar right now. Yeah, no, well, that's fine. That's a good... <laughs> I, I want anything that I personally, within my own like okay. comfort zone, feel at all, at, you know, challenge. Or I don't want any personal growth. Um, if we can remove that from any books, okay. if, if we can remove anything that... Um, has any tinge of fantasy or ma- I want it to be real. Right. It's got to be real. Okay. And it's got to have no swear. If they if they do a cuss one time in a book, I'm out. Um, violence, get that out of my schools and my churches uh-huh. and my house. No okay. violence has to be only kindness. Okay. So what books would? Okay. I love this tirade. Right. What book would you recommend me read next? The no, Bible. the Bible. <laughs> Are you just asking for book recs? Yeah, based off of, of what my, you like. Of what I like no violence, and what I think shouldn't no be banned. Uh, the only book to me that shouldn't be banned, the only book is uh, clearly to me, mm-hmm. for me, with me, is, I'm trying to think of a book that fits that criteria that I just laid out, is the... Anxious people. No, violent. <laughs> Damn it. Um, a man called Uva. Sad. Too sad. Never mind. Banned. Um, whew, Darker uh, Shades of Magic. Nope. Uh, magic. You just said it in the name. Brett, were you not listening? Banned. It's Damn. banned. Did you say Fifty Shades of Magic? Ooh. Darker Shades of Grey. That'd be an interesting... Fifty Shades of Magic. Fifty Shades... Wait. Wait. What are we talking? Okay. I was just trying to I'm hear so what Brett... I'm so confused. I missed what Brett said, so I tried to... Anyway, moving on. I, I, I was making a dumb joke. I don't think any book should be banned. Okay. I think as long as they're taught properly, then yeah. There's so, sorry, like, go on, go on. I back. just meant like as long as the, the 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 issues with it are pointed out and addressed, and it's not taught in a way that like supports any of the things. And obviously, not saying that mean that's more towards like the you know Huck Finn and To Kill yeah. Mockingbird, um, with like violence and stuff like that. You know. I feel like there's plenty of that that kids see every day. Like yeah, that, kids are, that's never really. If, if kids are playing Call of Duty online, they've heard every word and have heard every insult and yeah. are induced with violence. So, <laughs> really, like, I mean, Great Gatsby. I don't I, that I don't know why that one is 
Lots, sexy. It's lots just, of drugs, lots of sexy, and a woman gets hit by a car and her legs flies off. Mm, I do true. remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like as long as they're you know taught properly and okay. carefully, I feel like it's obviously I, you know, there's maybe a few like really really bad ones, but like for the most part, like I yeah, I, I'm as long as it's handled with care, then I think yeah, you know kids should have the opportunity to learn about these books. Right. Um, I, I would say just, you know, I, I don't think I would ban books, but I did see, cause you just said you wouldn't ban any books. A big one a few years ago was, uh, one school. Well, it was more of like a partial ban. They wanted to remove it from their libraries. Um, so I guess it was just a full ban, but, uh, 50 shades of gray was like in the school library. Oh, interesting. And parents were like, Hey, I don't really want that in there. And for, for the reasons that the book is like sure. what the book is, like and, explicit, yeah. Yeah, the ban didn't go through. It was a challenge that didn't go through. It got kept in libraries. And so that was one where, you know, it's. I think it's really easy to look at, oh, Lord of the Flies is banned a lot. Like, why? That doesn't make sense. But, you know, if you have a 14-year-old kid, like a little boy reading <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey, right. you know, I could see where problems could come from. Dirty but, lad. <laughs> but at the same time, like. Just a horny lad trying to read some Fifty Shades of Grey, you yeah. know. But at the same time, you know, they're, they're books. Also, like, if you don't get it from the library, you're going to get it somewhere. If you right. Want right. To. So, so let's let me. It's better to learn about it in like a controlled environment. L- let me box up jokes and set it to the side real quick. Okay, it's boxed. Okay, so jokes are boxed up, wrapped them up for a little bit. Um, it, in my, my true opinion, I really don't think we should ban books. I un- but I do understand the uh, almost knee jerk reaction, right? Because yeah. a, a lot of these. Uh, a lot of these cases, I, you know, I think that there are people who have good intention who go about it incorrectly yeah. in the sense that like, you know, maybe like you said, like parents don't want their kids uh, introduced to hyper violent or hypersexual content or anything like that to, at, at too young of age. On the other end of that spectrum, I believe that there are parents who, uh, for all the wrong reasons, try to ban books mm-hmm. that are educating kids about um, supporting, uh, you know, diverse communities right. or, you exactly. know, educating people on like, uh, LGBTQ communities or anything right. like that. And I, and I think that, um, you know, that obviously is wrong. Um, and so I think in, in both cases, I think it's not so much like the, it's not the, the books that are the problem, right? Yeah. It's the, it's the, it, it's the question of like moral growth and right. when are, when's the right time to be introduced to something yeah. or an idea. And, and really a lot of that comes down to also just the nuance of, of people and individuality, because like Brett was saying with like the, the, the guy who used catcher in the rye as a, as a manifesto for him to commit murder. Like the, that's not catcher in the right. rye. That's, that's a, a person. Right. That's a person who's got some sort of flawed brain chemistry and, or, like moral uh, deficit that has allowed them to get to a point where that, you mm-hmm. know, they, they use books. But in my mind, I think books are a medium of, uh, of, of consuming uh, content. And I think that for any well-rounded person, you should look for lots of different, like, diverse groupings of you know of, of of consuming content like if that's like even even in the sense of like i wouldn't just want to read fantasy even though i do a lot of times i think that 
there's I could you know benefit in a personal growth way if I step out of that and read memoirs or read you know self help books or read uh, uh, you know nonfiction or historical fiction for example with last month's book like I I learned things about. Uh, about World War II France that I did not know before, and I think I've grown as a person from that. <laughs> so for that reason, even though there's violence or there, you know, history's messy, life is messy. I think we can't hide away from that. Um, and I think I think the challenge that like especially for uh, like kids or children that like or parents have for kids or children reading this stuff in school is they're worried that they don't want their kids to be introduced to these ideas. Mm-hmm. But I think books are maybe the perfect way for kids to be introduced to these ideas, right? Because it it makes you think and it's an open – like if you're doing it with people, then you can't necessarily just fester on these ideas alone and maybe come to bad conclusions from them. Mm-hmm. But if you're being educated and taught, like what are what's the – the lesson or the the moral you know idea that you bring out of that then you're i I think that's you know i think it they're more needed because of that and i i I don't know and i'll step off i'll step off the soapbox now all that to be said i just justified that so i could keep reading a court of thorns and (laughs) (laughs) no banned books oh the joke box is back the joke the joke i open i open the joke box it broke out um so one uh library in alabama and, and troy i've I found this challenges can vary from library to library. You know, usually they're they're the same. Anyone can put up a challenge about any book. Yeah. But in Troy, the library in Troy, um, I really like this. If you're going to challenge a book, you have to read the book and write an essay. Wow, that's such that's a good idea. <laughs> you have to Very write, cool. and it's not an essay of why the book should be challenged. You have to read the book, write a book report on it and then your reasons of why it should be that challenged. Is, if we did wonderful. That, if we I, did that for more things, that would be incredible. I bet their book challenges are ten percent of what other libraries are. <laughs> that is amazing. Honestly. Can can we hang on, can we make that a rule for everything? If you're gonna complain on Twitter about something, you have to educate yourself you have to read a book and then and then you can tweet about it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Everything ever needs it's that amazing. stipulation, that guideline. Because I, I, I just said it a minute ago, but like it was such a big deal for Harry Potter when I was a kid. Like, You're right. It was huge. Can we talk about, we, we were all raised in the church. Can we talk about the Da Vinci Code for a minute? <laughs> I remember my old Southern Baptist pastor when I was like seven getting up on his podium and talking about how like the Da Vinci Code is teaching people that like, that like Christ had sex and that we can't like, you cannot read the Da Vinci Code. And then I watched the movie years later. I'm like, man, Tom Hanks, he can act the hell out of the Da Vinci Code. I got to read this book. I never, I haven't read it. You thought to yourself, no one's read the Da Vinci Code. I said, no one's read that sinful, that sinful piece of literature. And then I watched the movie and I was like, damn, this is good. But like, it's salacious. That's what it is. It's tempting. You gotta stop saying the word salacious. It's to me. tempting. A little temptress. It's undulating. It's it's a little <laughs> sexy book. Like that's like, oh, don't read me. And it's slipping its shirt like over its shoulder. Yeah, it slips out a page. And it's like, <laughs> don't read this page. And I'm like, I I must. I'm overcome by book lust. Right. Um. But I don't know. I feel like, well, one, I feel like banning books is getting harder because. Not not harder, but why would you now? Because like 
your book's banned from school and you're like, oh, let me go to my Kindle app, right. my it, free Kindle well, app and buy this book for $6. The internet has ruined any semblance or idea <laughs> of like purity. <laughs> so I feel like what's the point, you yeah. know? Yeah. Hey, what's the point? You know, what's the point? Why are we banning books? Why are we even banning books? Who goes through effort to ban a book, honestly? Someone who's got too much time on their hands or someone who's really, really sexually repressed. <laughs> That's the actual answer. Oh, so, man. Are we giving up wrong vibes? <laughs> Should books be banned? Us are ban we too far on the I, one side here? I mean, look at us. We're all, we're all like, deviants. We're all <laughs> monsters, so maybe we should ban books. I've so, never even gotten a speeding ticket. I know. We're actually, like, just... Angel boys. Little sweet babies. <laughs> except Stupid. Brett. Except cool guy Except for a cool guy, Brett, Brett, with his leather jacket. I've been smoking in, a cigarette right he's now. He's reading the jail. Da Vinci Code. And saying a cuss right now. Okay, so... Um, Damn. Oh, <laughs> Brett. On this Brett. podcast? Um, Brett's banned. I know that... I don't know. I, f I feel like we lean kind of heavy to give libraries freedom to put books that they want in their libraries. Yeah. And they shouldn't be banned. Right? Is that what I'm getting yeah, from yeah, all yeah, of yeah. us? I, I don't know. I don't know of the last time that I've, like, run across a banned book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially not, like... One of these classics that I've mentioned, like Dorian uh -huh. Gray, was on there a lot, and I was just like, why? "Really? I don't, I don't get why that's on there." Um, but you know, if you you're living in like the '50s and you're reading about some guy like putting his soul into a piece of art, like witchcraft, or watch out, witchcraft. don't read that book. Don't read that book. Burn him at <laughs> um, the stake. Burn him at the stake. So I do want to uh, put out the question: If you had to ban one book. Across all libraries. You have final say this book is getting removed. What book would you ban? So hmm. I'll go first. Okay. I do have one. And the, the issue with it is I think with certain books that are actually like probably, you know, not great books, mm -hmm. uh, they if you ban something, it kind of does the opposite effect. Yeah. Uh, and it would kind of like surge its... Um, sales and and readership yep um i think one of the few books that can an exception can be made for even though again i just preface it by saying probably shouldn't ban it because it might make it even more popular but um something along the lines of like mind comp should probably be banned yeah um i'm just surprised because i didn't even see that on the list well oh was that hitler's manifesto yes. yeah you can ban so, that shit <laughs> It's it's like widely considered like the most evil book of all time, uh, or one of the most evil books of all time, and it's just because it's his it's the ramblings of a you right. know psychotic, evil evil person that right. committed you know evil acts, and so it also you know it's it's his breakdown and support of fascism which fascism as a whole is like the op complete opposite of democracy um in every single way and so it's one of those books where you're like yeah nothing really um good can come out of it unless yeah. you're like a psychologist and you're trying to understand why hitler would do and believe the things that he did and right. how somebody would follow him i guess it's you know going into the mind of an evil person but, I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, fascism and nationalism is unfortunately been on the rise uh, in our society as of late. So it's one of those things where it's like, 
yeah, we could just, you know, burn all yeah. copies of that book. Well, I guess I don't want to say burning books because that's what the Nazis did. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I got it's you. one of those things where but the funny thing is, is I was reading about it and apparently even like some of Hitler's like closest allies, like Benito Mussolini, uh, apparently said that it was like a really boring cliche book. So like apparently it's not Man. only evil, but it's like a really trash bad, trash terrible read. Nice. Uh, but yeah, my, so. Well, that's a pretty good one. Mine's pretty close to that. I would ban James Dashner's The Maze Runner. <laughs> Daniel, you can't say pretty close to that and then follow it up with James Dashner's The Maze Runner. Oh my but, God. Uh, I'll allow it. So, Go on. I want to ban The Maze Runner for I love um, saving humanity. Uh, because the disappointment of, the reading. Disappointment of reading the third book in the Maze Runner series, where if you haven't started the series and you may be thinking about it, Stop. uh-oh, you can't get copies anymore because they're all banned. Wicked is so, good. Don't worry, I have two copies of the third one for some reason. Um, so I got cure. you. But yeah. I can, speaking of Maze Runner, I can tell you I was there the moment Parker finished the third one. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's like a core memory for me seeing how disappointed it's and like sad v- he was similar. from the ending of that book. I, I finished the book and I think I like, I like, because I hadn't started it yet. It, it was one of those things where I was like a full, like I was in a full depression for the rest of the day. Because I liked, yeah. I we liked the first one a lot. Too. I thought Scorch Trials was interesting and like maybe a little convoluted. And then the death cure really was just, I, I just, I, I felt so just disappointed. I mean, there was, there was no, no other way to put it. And I think I was just kind of in a, I was in, I was in a funk after that. It's, I mean, Nicole and I have a very similar experience where she was driving. I was in the passenger seat reading the death cure and I finished the book. You threw I it out the window. tossed it into the floorboard and <laughs> she was like, Oh, what'd you think? And I, was just like, I don't really want to talk about it right now. That was one of the worst endings I've ever read in a book. It's, it's just, you could tell going in yeah. that he, and again, nothing against James Dashner. No, Brett, you, let it rip trash this author yeah. and his works. It's one of those books where it's like, I feel like I enjoyed the first Maze Runner, and yeah. I was like, there's a lot of potential here. And then you could tell it was just like, didn't really know how to finish the right. story and it just got too convoluted for itself right. and it was just like if uh what's going on if you're gonna read the maze runner just read mine <laughs> oh my god you can't say that daniel <laughs> my god this book this oh podcast is banned we're banned we're banned from iTunes. I can't even get it out. No, we're banned. We're done. We're done now. We're banned. I'm sorry, listeners, but Enjoy we made it 46 episode. episodes before Daniel got us canceled and banned. And all libraries and audio, and audio libraries were banned now. Are you crying? You're laughing at your own joke that hard. James Dashner has some political poll. We're screwed. We are screwed. God. Uh. I was going to make a dumb joke about banning Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because I don't trust Zaphoid Beeblebrox and the fact that the earth blows up in that book makes me sad. But now I'm, I can't even talk about it because of your dumb joke. Oh, man. <laughs> You're so stupid. Oh, God. Well, sorry I brought in, like a really actually like... No, I didn't do Oh, my God, Daniel. Stop. No, I mean... Not, like a not fun to talk about book. Daniel Daniel oh. brought a not fun to talk about book too. Apparently. <laughs> oh man, I can't breathe. Oh, oh god. Do we have to talk about anything else? <laughs> Do we sound super uneducated right we now? We always sound yeah. super uneducated. <laughs> the thing that I'm worried about is we sound we probably just offended people. <laughs> no, I mean no one listens to this podcast. Hopefully, no. James Dashner's an alien. It's fine. <laughs> 
Oh, man. So if you listen to this podcast, we hate fascism and we also <laughs> hate James Dashner. Yeah. Yeah, we do, actually. <laughs> that fascist <laughs> bastard. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Well, that's jokes. Do we have anything else to talk about? Jokes, jokes was in the room. Jokes hey, is out of its let's, box. Let's come back to this in a hundred episodes when we're a really, really big popular. When, when we're podcast. such a popular podcast, and we have to like have a YouTube apology. Yeah, and James <laughs> Dashner refuses to come onto our podcast. We have to. We have to uh, do one of those like text notes thing where people. It's too many characters to like right. post oh, right. on Instagram or we Twitter. Apologize. Yeah, so you have to do notes. The notes app oh. and apologize. I'm sorry, James Dashner, ahead of time. I do not. I do not support these Dan, two. Dan's gonna hold firm and quit the podcast. Oh, yeah, dang. I'm out of here. Well, um, let's. You guys want to wrap it up before we get banned? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, that's all I. That's all I had on banned books. So we can we can bookmark it. Cool. Cool. Don't ban books. Ban don't, market. Don't ban books. Don't burn books. Hey, yeah, don't ban books. Read books. Nice. Wow. Read books. If you if you take anything away from our podcast, it's that we d- would rather you read a book than burn a book. Hey, if a school. If a school tells you not to read a book and says it's banned, it's sexy. Go out to a bookstore and find that book. I will say, have you seen the special edition of Fahrenheit 451 with the match? I think it's super cool. What do you, what do you mean? There's they made a Fahrenheit 451 special edition um, that you know, like a matchbox, like in show in shows where like a book is carved out and there's like matchbox twenty, like yeah. there's like they use it to like right. pull stuff Hide up. Yeah. So they. It's an edition like that, but there's like a match hidden in it, and so it's like a oh, that's fun. Just like a cute little. But is it carved out so it's actually not a book? No, it's an actual book. It's just it's just a goofy looking cover. I oh. like it a lot. Oh, nice, cool. Um, yeah, let's bookmark you there, uh, friends. Join us for February as we read a love, uh, the Love Hypothesis. We are very excited about that. Um, sorry. <laughs> for all the stupid things we said. <laughs> just I think sorry we, for we this should, episode. We should maybe end every episode with an apology to our audience just we're, to be safe. We're drafting the uh, the the tweet right now. So. Yeah, we're it's it's in our drafts. You'll um, hear you'll hear from us soon. And, or, and, or our, not uh, from me publicist. though. I stand by and, it. Well, not not from Daniel because he'll be removed from the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dan, do you have any last words on the uh, podcast? No, please. Let's let's end this episode. Uh, special shout out as always to Jacob Robinson uh, for the intro and outro of our podcast. Shout out to Maddie Moon for the beautiful cover art. Thank you, um, both. listeners. We love you. We're in, we're so in love with you, um, guys. I haven't got an email in so long. Yeah, email us. Talk to us. Reach out. Um, tell us how dumb we are. Tell us how dumb we That's are. Fine. Tell I just want to get an email. Tell us what books you would ban, and tell us it, which of which of the three hosts you would ban. Guys, I'm running out of fake accounts to tweet to email our podcast account so <laughs> Dan has something to respond to. Yeah. Um, if I do, I'll, I'll put out a poll to see which of the three of us should be banned, and I'll let the audience decide. How does that work for y'all? As that works. Else? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds I mean, good. We should rotate hosts, anyways. We should really rotate them out. Uh, I'll take I'll take a break. I'll take a sabbatical. I need it. I'm tired of you guys. Um, <laughs> In all seriousness, thank you, listeners. He's going to so... go read the Maze Runner series. <laughs> God. Uh, in all seriousness, thank you, listeners, so much for listening to our podcast. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it. If you can, rate and review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you rate and review podcasts. We would love that. Also, go go buy a book from a local bookstore and, and, and compliment the person that you buy the book from and tell them that they have a nice shirt. Sounds really cute. Really cute. I can't talk just then. Yeah, but yeah, just do that. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. 
uh, bookendswithfriends at gmail.com. Uh, bookends underscore with underscore friends is our Instagram. That's all. <laughs> all right. And the real books. We're the ones banned along the way, and they're sexy now. Get out of here. Damn. <laughs>